The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention, when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. It's kind of nice having these Christmas songs behind us as we uh, celebrate this Mass on the fourth Sunday of Advent. Not sure about you, but at least oftentimes I've felt that it's very, I don't know, maybe bad to ask for signs from God. Maybe it's because our faith is weak that we might be asking for a sign, so I don't want to do that. Or maybe it's because we don't necessarily trust God as we should if we're asking for signs. So I like to avoid doing that. But yet here in the first reading, it says the Lord spoke to Ahaz and told him to ask for a sign. I think sometimes it's not a bad thing to ask God for signs. And certainly it's not a bad thing to find signs that he wants to place in our heart or in our lives. A few years ago, when I was studying in Rome, I was walking around with a group of middle school boys from Mexico. And I'm not sure if I was just tired of hearing them talk all afternoon, or if I actually thought it'd be a good thing, but I said, hey, let's pray the rosary as we walk to our next church. And we were going to St. Mary Major's Basilica. And I said, as we pray the rosary, we're going to offer each intention for a certain person or a certain prayer that's on our hearts. And so before we started the rosary, this young boy ran up to me and said, Brother David, how do we know that God hears our prayers or that Mary hears our prayers when we're praying? And I don't remember exactly what response I gave, but it was something to the effect of, well, even if we don't get an answer, we know that God's listening, right? Or even if we don't see the result right away, it might be in another way that we didn't think about. And I didn't feel very satisfied when I told this boy that. So I said, okay, now we're going to start the rosary. And I decided to pray the first mystery to show them how to do it. And for some reason, I said, I'd like to offer this mystery up for somebody who's about to die that is in need right now of God's grace. I I had never prayed for that before. I don't even know where that came from. So did the decade of the rosary. And then we had the second decade, the third, the fourth. And during the fourth decade, we come around a corner. And there, right in front of this little Roman bar, was an older gentleman lying on the sidewalk, and there were two doctors there. And when they saw me, they said, Father, are you a priest? I said, no, no, I'm still a seminarian. They said, well, this man was walking down the sidewalk, fell over, and we think he's dead. Can you bless him? So I was trying to kind of keep the boys away. I said a little blessing to this gentleman, who I later found out had passed away right there. And we kept praying the rosary. And I guess I was so shaken, I didn't think much of it. 
as soon as we finish the rosary, this little boy runs back up and says, Brother David, that was the guy that you were praying for in the first mystery. It had to be. Why else would I have decided that the Holy Spirit had inspired me to offer the mystery? And the little boy said, God does hear our prayers. That was my sign. And I think in all of our lives, we can point to moments where there have been strong and big signs that God hears our prayers, that God listens to us, that God loves us. But sometimes there's even smaller signs. If you think about powerful moments that happen in the life of Jesus, right at his birth, the angel says to the shepherds, you'll find him lying in a manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes. Okay, most children are not lying in mangers or in caves, but to wrap them in swaddling clothes was perfectly normal. It wasn't a big sign. Or, when Peter and John run to the tomb of Jesus, the Gospel says that when they looked in, they saw that the part that had been wrapped around Jesus' head was lied off to the side and it was folded up. And they saw that and they believed. It wasn't a huge sign, it was something very simple. But they saw and they believed. Mary got her sign, the angel Gabriel, who came to her. But all Joseph got was a dream. Imagine waking up from this dream, and all of a sudden you're like, okay, I need to change my entire life plans because of this dream that I had. I need to take Mary into my house. I'm possibly going to be something special. Obviously the stepfather of God made man. And yet Joseph listened to that sign. And so the point is, God is always showing signs of his love to us. Maybe we can think, when is the last time I heard a sign? My religious order offered me the choice to come here or to go to Philadelphia. <laughs> so I thought about it for two seconds and I said I'd like to go to Jerusalem, please. But I wasn't too sure after I said that. And when I arrived two days ago, in the evening, I went to celebrate my private mass. And lo and behold, it was the Feast of St. David. My name is David. I didn't even know that feast day exists. It's only celebrated here in Jerusalem. A little sign, but a sign of God's love. And so as we prepare for our Lord to be born, let's keep looking for those signs. Let's find the sign in his body and blood that he is about to give us during this Mass. Something we don't deserve, but a sign of God's love. Let's find a sign in seeing so many brothers and sisters here praying for one another. Again, something we don't deserve, but a powerful sign. And I pray that as we continue to see those signs, our hearts will be open to the Savior that will be born to us soon. Amen.